Today is Thursday, October 26th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Shortly before this recording last night, news broke of an active shooter in Lewiston, Maine. As of 10 p.m. Eastern, 22 people had been reported killed and 50 to 60 reported injured, between the shooter's three locations, which he had targeted in a very short span of time. First a bowling alley, then a nearby restaurant, and then a Walmart distribution center. His face was unmasked and therefore was captured on security camera footage, though he was still at large as of 10 p.m. last night. The UN-Palestinian Refugee Agency warned yesterday that the next 24 hours in Gaza are critical, with fuel dangerously running out, saying that they will be forced to reduce and potentially halt their humanitarian operations without more fuel and other resources. There is particular concern around premature babies who are in hospital incubators that require energy to sustain them, and the failing health system has led to growing calls internationally for a humanitarian ceasefire. One of the loudest critics was Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, who defended Hamas during a televised address yesterday, while accusing Israel of deliberately attacking civilians and killing large numbers of children on purpose. Though in the words of Hilaria Baldwin's husband, consider the source. As the war continues in the Middle East, bias incidents in the United States have been on the rise. A new report from the Anti-Defamation League showed that the U.S. is experiencing a significant spike in anti-Semitic incidents following the October 7th attack by Hamas in Israel. Reported incidents of harassment, vandalism, and assault have increased by 388% over the same period last year. Of the 312 anti-Semitic incidents reported, 190 of them were directly linked to the war in Gaza. For comparison, there were only 64 cases during the same period last year and only four were Israel-related, which is actually not really all that comforting when you think about it. Against all odds, the Republican majority in the House of Representatives has chosen a new Speaker of the House. With a final tally of 220 to 209 votes, not a single Republican voted against Louisiana Representative Mike Johnson. Not to be confused with the former Bachelorette contestant who once dated Demi Lovato, Johnson currently serves as a deputy whip, though he has only been a member of the House since 2016, making him the lowest tenured House Speaker in 140 years. Johnson also played a central, albeit behind-the-scenes role in the congressional effort to overturn the 2020 election results, having recruited 125 other House Republicans to join him in signing a Supreme Court brief decrying fraud and in voting against certifying the Electoral College vote on January 6th. And on a regular day, he is against gay marriage, having referred to the LGBTQ community as deviant, as well as against abortion, having asked a physician during a Judiciary Committee hearing earlier this year if she would perform an abortion when a baby is halfway out of the birth canal. He also once said that Roe v. Wade needed to be overturned because every American woman has a duty to produce one able-bodied worker. And you will never believe what he thinks about climate change. While the drama settles in the House of Representatives, maybe, Donald Trump's civil fraud trial is the site of a new courtroom drama. Trump was called to the witness stand yesterday, which resulted in him being fined $10,000 after the judge ruled that he had violated a gag order, which prohibited him from talking shit publicly about anyone involved in the case, specifically members of the judge's staff, who Trump had previously maligned on Truth Social. 
Trump's impromptu requested appearance on the witness stand arose from an incident earlier yesterday morning when he made a comment to reporters outside the courtroom in which he again alluded that the judge's clerk was very partisan. Then, just moments after the judge ruled that Trump had violated the gag order and would be fined that $10,000, he stood up and stormed out of the courtroom. This was the second time in the past week that Donald has been fined for violating the gag order with comments he made outside of court. And I will note that he is attending his own trial completely voluntarily. He is not required to actually be in court and he can leave whenever he wants. So naturally, he is the most present he's ever been anywhere, anytime in his entire life. The United Auto Workers have reached new terms on a four-year labor contract with Ford Motors yesterday, following almost six weeks of worker strikes, which will continue to impact the other two big automakers, General Motors and Stellantis, until they make a deal. This deal includes roughly a 25% increase in pay over four years, with an 11% bump in the first year, putting the top wage for assembly workers at $40 an hour. The new terms will also cut the time that it will take new hires to reach the top wage, from eight years to three years. And workers will also receive cost of living adjustments, which had been suspended in 2009. Formal approval by the UAW and its members is likely to take over a week. And it's unclear if Ford's 57,000 UAW-represented workers will return to factories before the deal is ratified. And finally for today, dozens of states attorneys general filed lawsuits against Meta on Tuesday claiming that the company knowingly contributes to the country's youth mental health crisis by deliberately designing features that addict children to their platforms, while also routinely collecting data on children under age 13 without their parents' consent, which is in violation of federal law. This move involves one lawsuit which was filed by 33 states in federal court in California, while nine attorneys general are filing separate lawsuits in their respective states, bringing the total of states to 41. You have to wonder what the algorithms of the outstanding nine look like. The lawsuits seek financial damages and restitution, which I imagine will be for a lot, as well as an end to the practices that are in violation of federal laws. This also comes just a week after the European Union demanded that Meta and TikTok detail their efforts to curb illegal content and disinformation during the Israel-Hamas war, and they're threatening that they will take action against the platform under the newly passed Digital Services Act, which went into effect in August and aims to protect users from manipulation, harm, and disinformation on digital platforms. Waiting on your copycat move, California. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.